Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. Now, the other evening, I met up with Harry and Alfie Hudson Taylor, better known as Hudson Taylor. Uh, we had a great old chat. Uh, they also did uh, a little kind of intimate gig in Electric Avenue in Waterford City, and uh, we did a live Q and A as well. It was great fun. Everyone really enjoyed themselves, uh, not least of which I did too as well. Anyway, before that, I sat down with him over a pizza, and uh, we had a chat. And I'm going to play that out for you now. Uh, so. It is a field recording. Uh, you can excuse the clack of uh, cutlery in the background. You might even hear some punters, and I think there's a baby crying at one stage. But uh, that just, you, you can almost, you know, you can feel the authenticity of it. Anyway, uh, I, we were starting to chat, and I was kind of reflecting on the fact that it's been a good while since the release of their first album, uh, even though they have had a number of EPs and even a kind of a quasi-mini-album along the way. And... I was wondering if it had built up to be a lot in their mind. And I began by asking them how they felt about that. Um, not so much nervous, more excited. Uh, like you said, it's been ages. It's been five years since we've had a proper full-length album. We released an album two years ago mm. called Bear Creek to Dame Street. And that was half a studio album and half a live album. So we got halfway there. Uh, but yeah, after we released that, we started really going back to the drawing board and thinking about what we needed to do to do a full album. And yeah, the, the, only, the only the only missing ingredient really was the production because we actually have songs for days and we've had we've been sitting on a, a treasure trove of things that we just never got to put out because we didn't think that the recordings we'd got for them did did them justice. But now. We have some ones that are really happy with. Yeah. But, but I mean, I suppose that that was maybe a disingenuous question because mm-hmm. I said the last studio album was 2015. Yeah. But you have released. I mean, that, yeah. that was the other one, uh, like uh, Bear Street to Dame Street, or Bear Creek to Dame Street. Excuse me. That has nine tracks on it. Yeah. I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And there's also been a numerous EPs. So it's not like you've been sitting yeah. around twiddling yeah. your thumbs, you know, yeah. playing video games. Yeah. Uh, you. You strike me as two individuals who do not like to sit around. Certainly over the last 10 years that has been the case, yeah. We've, uh, we've constantly released music and really constantly been on, been on the road. Um, the touring has very much been wider there's been the delay from the full-length album. Also, when we're always new to someone in a new country or, a, you know, a new continent, so... Like, we didn't want to just release a full-length album before going and chasing opportunities, say, in America or in Europe or elsewhere. We wanted to kind of drip-feed our music, and you can do that these days with how people listen to music, streaming, for example. And yeah, We wanted to do something less serious, so the EPs were a really good way to break that up. So in yeah, 2017, we, we recorded like 15 songs, thinking, here's our second album. And then we got offered a tour in the States with Hosier for six weeks. And we said, look, we're about to play in front of collectively 30,000 people. We can't release an album just yet before Mm. we do it. So let's release it as an EP and then, you know, drew it out a little bit, you know, uh, and then, yeah. But what you're saying there that it's less serious, that denotes a kind of, that makes a value judgment? Am I picking you up incorrectly about that? I mean, it's those EPs, probably I mean, the, there's some very, there's some great yeah, songs on there, you probably know. The, probably the wrong word would say serious. It's less, um, it's less, less of a big thing to release five songs, less of a commitment to release five songs than it is to release a whole 12 songs and then everything else that goes with that, videos and artwork and all that stuff. 
Um, yeah, it's, it's quite, the whole music industry is very competitive in, and it's quite oversaturated with a lot of music out there, so. An album can come and go in a week, you yeah, know, if you're not you, careful. You want to so. be really careful and build it into, build into it nicely. Yeah. And be damn sure that you like what it, what it is and you're really confident about it. So yeah, um, yeah, that's what we where we've got to with what we have now, which is brilliant. Because even though the first one we released it five years ago, like we were unsure when it was coming out. We were, I remember being a much more feeling like we were compromising a lot more. Uh, like half of it was demos that the label told us we 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 needed to fill more songs up and. 21 songs on Singing for Strangers, the first album, and it was like, I'd never recorded in my life, and the label said, oh yeah, you can record them at home, just we need more songs on it. It was just a really weird yeah. time, so that's, yeah. That was the first time we were doing something. It was our first album, you know, we had nothing to go on. Uh, so that's one thing that making this album has been really good. We've had a lot of chances in the studio and a lot more experience in the studio uh, with all different sorts of producers and even just ourselves, we've listened. I've listened to a thousand songs since making the last album, not of ours, of other people's music, and I've figured out way more about what I like musically and production-wise. And, production and Harry, the exact same. We've also released all of those songs and lived with them, and thought about what we would and change, played them, live, played them live, and so loads of these. There's so many factors uh, into it, uh, but yeah, really. Our own music taste is really important. When I was younger, not so insecure, I didn't care. Okay, so this is Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor and in conversation with Harry and Alfie Hudson-Taylor uh, talking about their new album, Loving Everywhere I Go. Earlier on, lads, you mentioned going on tour in America uh, and particularly opening up for Hosier, which for any musician would be a dream come true. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit of a double-edged sword because Hosier is one of those artists who has ridden a very unique wave mm-hmm. in that he's been incredibly commercially successful but he's also artistically successful so he'd be, he would be respected and adored I know that yeah. sounds like a weird kind no, of a no, thing no, no, no. but you're dealing with a, a kind of a, a musician's audience yeah. do you know what I mean And but equally it's a pop audience yeah. so yeah. there's a fine line there that yeah. you have to tread yeah. were you worried about opening for this guy? It was, it was a little bit um, worrying, but we had our whole team, we had a huge band um, on stage with us, gave us a bit of extra confidence. The thing that was probably the most uh, nerve-wracking was the size of the rooms we were playing. Um, but we just saw it as an opportunity to try and uh, have a bit of fun, maybe make some new fans, and ultimately, ultimately remember that no one's there necessarily to see us, they're there to see Hosier. So, um, you know, anyone we can convert to Hudson Taylor fans is is, is great. Yeah. Another cool, amazing thing about it was, you know, normally gigs support act doesn't seem doesn't always have the whole of the audience, but in all of the gigs, like literally 90% of the room was full for us as the opening act, and that was just like mind blowing stuff, you know. Did you get a culture shock with going from kind of Irish audiences, even UK audiences? to American audiences. I've heard that there's a difference. Um, there was a difference, all right. We weren't necessarily shocked by it, other more so humbled. Like, they were such 
like as Harry said there, and as you said yourself there, his audience, real music listeners, you know. Um, and so from, we really got the opportunity to do quieter songs and we really felt like we were being listened to. And I, I guess no one really expected that an Irish band were gonna be coming out with him. Um, so yeah, we were we were just delighted with the response we got really, and it really gave us a boost and kind of helped us out in the states. And since then, we've gone and done our own tours out there, and you know, a lot of people in the room said, "Oh, I saw you at Hosier." So we felt like, okay, we're doing something right. And we met a lot of people after the shows as well, and it was just really positive feedback throughout the whole thing. Look at the fire as it burns out Look at the time, where are you now? I want to be there when you get Cold. Oh, 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 oh. so I'm an old soul. You're an old. So Chatting with Hudson Taylor, uh, the album Loving Everywhere I Go has just been released. Now, as we record this, as I said to you earlier, I haven't actually heard the full album. I've only heard the singles. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that's always struck me about your music in the past, uh, like right from the first kind of singles all the way along, has been the close harmony. I mean, you're very well known for this. Um, now, you're, as well as being musical brothers, you're also like, siblings okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's something about sibling voices and harmony yeah. uh, it's you know we talk about I was talking to a band a couple of weeks ago Kudos they're two sisters yeah. think about True Tides but even somebody like the Beach Boys or, yeah. or the Carters or whoever there's yeah. something about sibling voices that just synchronise together mm-hmm. do you know what it is? Pain <laughs> history uh, you know I don't know what it is. It must just be because we share, obviously, very similar DNA. You know, um, it must be that. Vocal you know? chords are, yeah. you know, structured in a similar way. But also just yeah, that history, and we've been singing together our whole our whole lives. Not, we weren't like groomed to be musicians at all. But uh, we used to sing Happy Birthday on the phone, say to family uh, abroad or. In, in lots of harmony yeah, with music, other, other yeah. family members and stuff. So, uh, yeah, music was encouraged in the house, and Harry, Harry took music lessons, and yeah. So, so in a way, we've worked on it. But I really think, like those examples you were given, and even uh, people we grew up on, Everly Brothers, and mm. yeah, uh, Beach Boys, like you said, Simon and Garfunkel, not, not brothers, brothers, but close harmony, mm. and yeah. I think the, I think it's also like it's an interesting thing that happens with myself and Alfie is, and 
in the songwriting process Alfie sings something he's just making something up on the spot and I don't know how, how it happens but somehow I'm able to follow him like by a couple of milliseconds behind mm. it sounds like I know exactly what he's doing but I've never heard him do it before this weird shit like that is kind of this strange uh, <laughs> it's kind of an ESP like a telekinesis I don't know what you yeah. call it like we're able to just read each other's minds where we're going to go with the with the how long even sometimes we're singing a song and Alfie will start holding a note a little bit longer than he normally would and somehow I'm able to tune into that he's going to do that it's weird mm, like of course yeah it's interesting that you picked up on that's been our thing and our sound for so you know throughout throughout our whole every release really like from from the word go when we started out making music we were on a family holiday playing to a few german people the first song we ever willingly performed together was oasis champagne supernova and help by the beatles and that was the exact same format as how we play today you know a guitar two vocals Mm. from the very beginning without even talking about it or discussing this is what we were going to do that's what happened and then those German people asked us to put songs on YouTube and so we did and then we yeah. started writing songs and then here we are you know and we, we haven't really changed the format ever since you know there's some songs where I take you know more of the song or Harry takes more of the song and it's really just after after that you just you pick what suits the song you know but the format is close harmony you know uh, and it's it's a it's a thing that some people don't even pick up about us it might be a subconscious thing you might not know that there's two people singing you know at a time uh, yeah so it's really yeah right last question cool. <clears throat> then you can eat your pizza <laughs> so obviously new album is coming out uh, Loving Everywhere I Go that's, that's out now mm-hmm. and obviously wish all the success with that but let's say I had a magic wand mm-hmm. and I could grant you one musical wish okay it can be anything at all mm-hmm. What would it be? Get, you get one wish each, maybe. Okay. Cool. Does the radio have 30 seconds to think about it? <laughs> no, yeah. Really yeah, you're okay, because we can edit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it would be uh, Pyramid Stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, Glass and Brie. Mm. Yeah. I think so. That'd be cool. I'd like a, like a good slot. Like, not headline, headline, but maybe, you know, so you don't have too much pressure. Maybe like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, something like that. <laughs> and you get to enjoy something afterwards as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean that would be pretty cool. I would definitely jump on board with Harry's Harry's dream there, and and enjoy the play the pyramid stage at Glastonbury. But also, like we've you know we've been really lucky to play stages in this country, electric picnic, and all of that sort of stuff. There's always somewhere else you can go, but realistically, we're very happy with where we are now. The thing about this journey is that you set goals all the time, and then you you just smash through them through the glass ceiling of what you expected you could ever achieve and we've done that so many times and <laughs> so we're just always always thinking about what's what's going to happen next and what we want next you know uh, and it, sometimes it's really clear and sometimes it's really muddy you know well Harry and Alfie Hudson Taylor uh, new album is out now wish you all the best with it thanks very much and uh, I hope you have a great 2020 ah, thank you thank and you, so you too much. Yeah.